the LinkedIn photo of a quote unquote thought leader or someone that's got influence is that person that's on a stage with a little headset <laughs> yeah. you know, with some logo behind them and some people in front of them and they're, and they're being respected. And I mean, one of the problems with social media, I think, is that we all want to project this idea of being perfect. Yeah. My life is perfect. My wife is perfect. My kids are perfect. Everything about me is perfect. Mm -hmm. But I didn't show you, you know, what happened this morning at four in the morning where my kid's freaking out, the baby's crying, everyone's going berserk in the house. I didn't video record that and put that on Facebook and say, my life is kind of screwed up right now. And, you know, I'm not going to sleep for the next two hours and I'm going to be talking. You don't get to see that. You get to see the picture of my kid at his, you know, first day at camp. I think there's going to be a monster paradigm shift where people are going to realize that that's just not the truth. It's not honest. You know, we need to do the best job that we can to put our truth. What's up, everyone? That was Ruben, the founder of Doug, and I'm your host, Joe Lemon. Welcome back to the podcast. You know what? This has been something I've been sitting on for way too long. So let me give you some backstory here first. I got invited out to the Digimarcon event after going to the event the previous year and literally just volunteering and I was like look I'm just you know here to help you guys pass out badges wherever I could help this is two years ago and I'm um, just trying to break into the marketing space didn't know how to get in so I was like, let me just start by giving away my time because I can do that so got into it uh, met the owner super cool man he invited me back and after I went there I was volunteering of course and and I just started interviewing all the actual uh, speakers. So this was two years ago, I started doing that. Made really good connections with them. Still stay in touch with a lot of my guests. And it's really the time when I was just getting into podcasting. Um, and I was just really trying to figure out my actual way within the podcasting space. Fast forward to, to a couple months ago, they invited me back to this actual conference that was happening here in LA. And they asked me to actually host the actual podcasting uh, portion of this event. So I definitely wanted to share that because that's totally one of the tactics I talked about yesterday in my previous podcast, but it's literally just going to these events and it allows you to go deep with people. A lot of times at these conferences, people just run around handing out business cards and not really focusing on trying to engage people, sitting down with someone and talking to them and talking about where they're from, what their ambitions are, you know, why they're in the business that they're in, whatever it may be, whatever they're interested in, whatever the topics are, are a great way to really kind of go deep with someone opposed to just going wide. So I wanted to kind of share that backstory. Literally, I ran across Ruben. So Ruben was doing all the video for the actual conference. He also owns a video communication platform called Dub that it, it literally makes you makes accessing your videos and, and sharing your videos just super simple. Like it's a plugin that you could put into your LinkedIn messages. You could put it into Gmail. You can even throw it into your CRM. So I've been using it. Helps me out. Gets better engagement rates. I'm loving is the actual simplicity of it because I'm not one that's really I mean I, I'm okay with tech but I'm not really like a tech savvy guy where I can go plugging in different APIs so I can get everything to kind of work together that's not my specialty so you know what's cool about them is that that's what they've handled for me they've handled the actual tech portion of how I can incorporate more video into meaningful like tactics or meaningful you know strategies that I deploy around doing B2B sales because that's my lane. That's what I use even podcasting for. So I've obviously you guys know sales culture just purely focuses on the B2B play and the strategies around using podcasting to help build better relationships. And, you know, I feel like Ruben's doing something very similar through video, except his is already even 
way more simplified than what I'm up to. <laughs> and he has a whole platform to make it just dumb enough for anybody to use. So I really enjoy talking to this guy, man. We talk about it all. We get into, you know, of course, how we got started into this, but more so just the whole culture of not chasing likes and just being authentic and how the whole future heroes of this time are going to be the guys that are just vulnerable and open and is being their authentic self, not afraid to talk about the ups and downs in life, the people that can bring people together through being vulnerable. I mean, that's the future. Hands down, Ruben's going to be leading the way. He's a super authentic guy. We talk about the whole fake smile culture. We get into it all. So I really hope you guys sit back and enjoy this episode. Have fun with it. Reach out to him. I'll have all his contacts in the actual show notes. You guys can easily link up. He's going to have some special offers, too. If you guys want to try out uh, Dub, it's free. There's a free way to kind of get involved with that. But, you know, you guys can catch all that in the show notes. Reach out to him directly if you have more questions about that. Him and his staff, him and Darius are great with just trying to support you with the whole process. They got, a, you know, of course, their video platform. So they got a ton of videos for you. <laughs> but you could also hit them up and talk to a live person. That's why that's what I like about these guys. So anyway, you guys enjoy this episode. If you like it, tell a friend so they can tell a friend a big deal i'm really want to double down on podcasting really want to try to make sure i'm giving you guys valuable information and content so if you hate it love it whatever give hit me up at joe alex lemon on all your major platforms with that said i'm done plugging away sit back and enjoy the episode with me and ruben from dub there's this massive problem that that i've sort of committed my life to trying to solve okay which is just communication in general yeah And I think that um, over the last, you know, 10 years, I mean, I've been in the tech space since 1998, just as wow. a little, little boy. That was my first startup, actually. Um, What'd you do? During, what was the first startup? Well, the first startup was like an early kind of a social network. It was a profile-based website, and um, people could kind of connect. It was it was not baked up. We didn't know what we were doing, but we had a lot of fun, and we got, we got our feet wet. So. That's what counts. <laughs> yeah, seriously, that's what counts. Yeah, yeah, but anyways, since then, I've been on this mission to really kind of enable people to communicate better, and specifically for businesses, to be able to create content and then have conversions from that content. So, um, you know, video obviously is the platform of the future. We've got two cameras mm-hmm. right now going, if not three, I see a webcam there. Yep. Um, the number of cameras that are surrounding us right now are, I think, five, <laughs> right? Yep. Um, but, you know, we're in a video world. And, uh, you know, video helps us communicate. It helps us streamline communication. It helps us build trust with people. Um, so I early on started to see a couple of years ago, I started to realize that marketers and salespeople were kind of duct taping together a bunch of solutions to, to be able to create videos, to host videos, to distribute videos, and then to get the tracking on those videos. Yep. So I said, you know what, that's messy. We got to clean that up. Uh, and that's really what, what, what the synthesis for, for Dub was, which was born um, specifically initially for salespeople and now it's really grown for sales and marketers. And Dub is essentially a way to create videos, to uh, distribute videos, um, to embed videos, and then to track videos. Interesting. So we're a SaaS platform. Um, you know, we compete with some of the other you know video players out there, and uh, we you know cater to small businesses, solopreneurs, and, and enterprises as well. Very interesting, man. So you know, um, one of my podcasts is called Sales Culture. And I literally started it for pot for salespeople, okay? Because I wanted to encourage them to go start podcasting, so they could start collaborating on content with their, you know, clients or even you know, people that are in their actual network that are influencers, right? 
I think it's a really good play for salespeople not to only be selling, but also giving back to their community somehow. Um, so how did Dub start for salespeople initially? Because you, you said it initially was for yeah, salespeople. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I was noticing was that um, sales people were doing everything that they could to yeah. land a meeting. So there was yeah. a lot of time that was spent in the prospecting phase. 100%. Which is, I need to go and get this person on a phone call, or I need to meet them in person, and I'm going to do everything that I can. So there was this whole you know, alpha culture of don't give up and get the grind. <laughs> yeah, and, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. is for closers and this yeah. whole really dominant, you know, sort of idea. And I was frustrated by that as a content creator and as a marketer and as someone that, that frankly, I don't have the energy to email someone 10 times and to not get a response or to call them. I just don't have that. I mean, I don't know, maybe it's my pride or my ego or my, my feelings get hurt. But whatever the case may be, you know, I suffered from that, you know, in whatever kind of sales endeavors that I participated in. I said, there has to be a better way. We need to be able to prospect with content to get the person's attention, have them, you know, enticed, curious, to click on a little animated GIF within an email, watch a video, 15, 30 second video, consume, get some information, be delighted, build trust, understand what the value prop is, you know, realize that there's empathy, that there's some addressing of some pain point that they have, and that there's a potential solution and better path. Mm -hmm. Click on the call to action, you know, schedule a time within Calendly, within a QD scheduler, within whatever scheduling program, fill out a form, put a credit card in, you know, do whatever they need to do to A, realize value from the prospect's perspective, but then also move down the funnel um, for whatever that salesperson is. You know, I think the, the idea of being in sales now has migrated to being a consultant, to being an educator, to being an advocate, right. to someone that's providing value. So uh, I, I want to give and enable people to, to be able to communicate with video and do all those things. I love that, man, because I think you're spot on. If we, if we talk high level about it, uh, me being in sales for almost uh, about 11 years now. So, and it's like, it's totally shifted from when I first got into, I used to pick up the phone call and I, I used to hate this job too. <laughs> but I used to make, make it literally 120 dials a day. Yeah. And maybe spoke to, maybe had maybe 20 qu decent conversations out of that 100 people hanging up out of me. Right. You know what I mean? So you're burning through people, which is the exact opposite of what I was really about, which is trying to build this legacy of lifelong relationships and just being good to people, man. Like, you want to put out good vibes. You want to get them back exactly. your way, right? Just the basics about being a human. So, I mean, and, and you're right. Sales is a very alpha culture, but I think it has to shift in this day and age. And I'm noticing that. Yeah. I mean, I'm noticing, you know, women are, are doing an amazing they're, time in sales. They're, they're killing it. Yeah. You know, the nurturing component, the maternal, not to be sexist or to be stereotypical like sure. that, but there are certain components that we'll see that are feminine traits per se. They, those could exist in men or women or whatever gender you are. Right. Um, but it's the nurturing, compassionate, empathetic. I want to understand your problems. I don't want to help you solve them. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, I, I think, um, and th there's a multiple factors I think that we could both throw in there with the amount of information out there these days, the amount of things that are constantly coming past our path. So having someone to kind of guide you through that process right. that actually gives a damn about you coming out okay on the other end of it yeah. and not just trying to get something out of you, extract something only, um, that's where I think sales has to go. So y you having... Uh, uh, an actual platform then? Is it an actual piece of software? Or? It's a software. It's a full, fully yeah. built uh, you know, SaaS platform. There's a Chrome extension. There's a mobile app. There's okay. an Outlook integration. There's a Gmail integration. There's 20 plus CRM integrations. Wow. So HubSpot, Salesforce, um, you name it. What CRM do you use? HubSpot. 
we're fully integrated. We're yeah. we're an active partner, and uh, we've got a HubSpot integration right there, even for the free CRM. I think that I think that HubSpot's killing it right now, man. Yeah. Um, I like what they're doing. Salesforce I've used in the past as well. You guys yeah. work with Salesforce? Well? Yeah, we have an integration, direct integration to Salesforce. I, I, I think Salesforce is so robust for most companies. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, at least for the ones I've used and, uh, and the times I've used it. But but HubSpot seems to work for a lot of people, man, it. and, and because it's more of that inbound inbound approach, right? Yeah, we as a company, we actually used HubSpot. I'm, I'm certified in all the HubSpot okay. things, but yeah. as, we actually used HubSpot, and we were in the startup program in our early days, which I think if, if anyone's interested in getting into a CRM plus marketing automation, Google the HubSpot startup program and find an avenue because yeah. you can get... Uh, a fully full-on account for I think less than 100 bucks. Yeah, it is. It and is. That's a hookup. Yeah, I don't know if you have a hookup on that, but um, I don't. people should Google search that. There's a bunch of avenues for that. Okay. Yeah. But that's a really good way to save a lot of money um, to get into HubSpot, um, but then realize that after 12 months they're going to sell you. They're going to say now you're growing up, and now you got to go pay the premium, which that gets expensive. That gets into the hundreds if you have multiple users. That could be 800 dollars a month. So. You know, we were hit with that bill and we said, look, it's a great platform, you know, we can afford this. But what we decided to do was to use the HubSpot free CRM yep. and then actually build out a server with Modic. Interesting. Which is an open source marketing automation platform. Okay, I'm not familiar with this one. So this one's great. So yeah. it'll give you mostly all the feature that HubSpot's gonna give you with respect to the marketing automation, building workflows, sending outbound emails, and then that's gonna allow you to completely connect to your free HubSpot CRM. The cool thing about it is that you can get hosting for five to 10 bucks a month. Wow. So you have a full-on marketing CRM and automation platform for 10 bucks a month. Oh, I definitely gotta check that out, man. Yeah, because that's what we use at, at Dub, and we've had a lot of success with that. We've customized it, but it's been very cost-effective, but also just, it works like a champ. What's up, everyone? So I wanted to break away from the podcast. Hopefully you guys are enjoying this conversation. And I want to tell you guys a little bit, quick plug for myself about why I got into launching sales culture. I really got hooked on the podcasting and I started grabbing the microphone myself because back in the day, man, I used to have like a huge stutter. So I never was really confident like that, just opening my mouth, talking to people. I'm talking about elementary style life. I started opening up after my parents got me braces and Literally, you know, podcasting has been something that's been special to me. It's been close to me. And so when I launched Sales Culture, obviously, you know, I want to talk about sales. I want to see how we could deploy some of these newer wave tactics and strategies and leverage this audio space to bring people together. Like, that was my thing. Like, I wanted to just get better on a microphone. I wanted to get better at having conversations with people. Find a, a reason, or like an ice-breaking tool for the most part, as some of my friends call it, as a way that I can just meet anybody and start a conversation with anybody. But man, just the backstory of just knowing that I used to suck just having conversations one-on-one -on -one and just working on that and building that craft of just learning how to communicate has been awesome for me. So hopefully you guys are enjoying this podcast. But if you have any questions about launching your own podcast, if you were thinking about putting some advertising dollars towards podcasting, hit me up. I would love to support you in any way possible, obviously, because I'm just a fan of the space. I want to see this podcasting space when I want to dominate. So if I could be of any service to you, hit me up. Uh, you know, this is free consultation stuff here. And I'm just getting this agency off the ground. I'm just getting out the gate. So I'm looking for reps too. So, <laughs> but with that said, you can find me at salesculture.work. 
feel free to hit me up in the show notes always you can reach me at joe alex lemon linkedin is my hottest platform right now with that said let's get back to the episode all right, man. That's enough plugging uh, HubSpot. Let's yeah, get yeah. let's get back to Dub here, man. So, t- 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 tell me about how you guys are scaling your business right now. How are you guys building it up? Yeah. And what's the process so, like? Um, I mean, that's that's the magic question. What's the go-to market strategy for yeah. a SaaS company? Um, you know, the CEO of Constant Contact did a great uh, podcast. It's actually a keynote, hour-long keynote that I think everyone should check out. And it was called the Slow. I think it was called the slow growth of death for a SaaS company. Interesting. And you know, she talks about this idea that um, you're a SaaS company and you're getting users and you're doing, you're pursuing all the channels. You're spending money on advertising. You're going to events, kind of like this one. Yep. You know, you're cold prospecting. You're reaching to people, reaching out to people on LinkedIn, and you've got all these, this whole like marketing and sales mix. Right. And you're spending a lot of time. You're spending a lot of money. There's a lot of opportunity cost. And that's exactly what we did in the beginning. We it was a very outbound effort, right? So we would prospect, we would email people, um, we would try to you know get people on LinkedIn. And what we realized was that there was this huge opportunity cost, which was not creating content. Hmm. So we were going through this process, and after three months or four months, we said, hey, we emailed a thousand people, we called you know fifty people per day for the last X number of days. Good for us, right? But then what we realized was that our content channels were kind of empty. Our blog was empty, yeah. our YouTube channel was empty, our social channels had very few followers. And we're still working on that, but you know, everything was sort of empty. So, you know, two things were really lacking. Number one was this ephemeral content mix that every day there was some loop that we would get people into where they would expect to receive something from us. Sure. Right? On social channels. And then secondly is our evergreen content, which was our blog and our YouTube channel and our eBooks and the resources and you know the recorded webinars that we have on our website. So we just sort of something clicked and we, uh, you know, brought on this super talented um, video creator. His name is Shannon. Shout out to Shannon. <laughs> nice. And um, he he you know helped us to build this whole mix of like daily content. So yeah. we're we're publishing to our blog every single day. We're producing a video on YouTube. Our YouTube channel is Dub App, so D U B B A P P. Nice. YouTube.com forward slash Dub App. Um, and we are producing content every day. So, ebooks, webinar recordings, um, you know, YouTube videos, and then the ephemeral content that we're putting out there. And then, you know, referrals. So, word of mouth, we're really tapping into that. We built our own referral engine. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's one of the, one of the most, um, I think it's one of the best compensating referral programs in the industry. Why? Because if, not only do you get the initial commission if you get someone else to sign up to Dub, but you also get any future sign up. So if someone signs up with one user and then two months later, three more users sign up from that company, the referrer, the affiliate would get the initial commission and then that future commission as well. Super cool, man. You, yeah. you know what, do you mind, you mind pressing into and tell me if you don't have enough time to kind of dive into it right now, but we'd love to hear more about your daily content strategy because I think that is one of the most killer things that companies try to overcome especially if you're a person that's in the field a lot or if you if you're doing if you're on site with clients and and you might not have the time quote unquote as a, as a reason or an excuse <laughs> to, to kind of carve out right. that actual moment to say all right today's my daily show or, to, or my daily drop of blank can you guys talk about how you kind of how you laid out that strategy a little bit um, we do a lot of things for um, for our daily content loop um, you know, initially we were a writing first and then video next um, play, but we actually flipped it around. We, we turned that upside down. Um, since forever, since the beginning of time, you know, we would write stories. And, you know, 
and then the visuals would come as a result of that, you know, photos or imagery or some something that visually we could look at. Look at, but I think with the video platform and now our ability to just click record within two seconds, it's and crazy. start communicating, yeah. stream of consciousness as honestly as we possibly can. I think that's flipped a little bit. So to answer your question, we actually start with um, video content, and really that starts in the morning. Um, we do have a content calendar. We've got, you know, at, at any given time, we've got 20 to 30 topics that we want to explore. Mm -hmm. But it all starts with recording um, a piece of content, and that's probably a 60-minute video that we'll do. And then that gets then sent to two places. Number one, it gets sent to an editor to, to come up with an educational piece, which we put on all of our channels. And then the second thing is that it gets sent to a writer. Yeah. So then that fuels YouTube, ephemeral, social, and then also our blog. So, you know, question about that then, man. So are you a strong writer by like, like naturally? Or is that more your best way to kind of communicate? One. I had to become one, yeah. Okay. I mean, Initially, I didn't start out that. Then I realized that I was actually a decent writer when I just put my mind to it. Yeah. I mean, but dude, but you're like naturally good on like right in front of the camera on the mics. I mean, you seem that's that seems to be pretty natural for you. So is, is, is it you that's doing the videos every day or is it somebody else that you have? kind of? Um, no, team? I'm in the videos. Shannon's in the videos. Darius is in the videos. We'll meet later. Nice. Um, our master class is at two o'clock, which we're going to record and we'll share with everyone for free. Um, but it took a lot of time for me to become comfortable on camera, you know, speaking, being recorded. Initially, I was really shy. I wanted everything to be produced. I wanted. I was hiding behind tech. I have all these cameras, sure. and lights, and you know, I'd make sure my hair was right, and my <laughs> eyebrows were done correctly, and, yeah. and and then I just sort of realized that it was taking a toll on me, yeah, you know, personally, because I can't continue to do that and always want to, you know, project something perfect. So then I just sort of leaned into my casual nature. Um, I realized that I'm very imperfect. I make mistakes. I stutter sometimes. Yeah, you know, I say stuff that com is completely contradictory what, to what I said five minutes ago. But I sort of just lean into it and I make fun of myself, you know, first and foremost. So. I, mean, I mean, man, you know what? Well, one of the things that when I started podcasting several years ago was that trying to find your voice on the mic and just be, yeah. being you because it, it's like a different way to really communicate. One of the things I always talk to my wife about is that I feel like we're still so early with understanding how we communicate on these social platforms. Because you're blasting it out to the masses, and you're you're trying to cater this message for everyone, mm -hmm. and in that space, a lot of times people either lose themselves, or there's no context in that conversation, so therefore it gets taken way left. You right. know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like trying to be able to kind of find your voice and find your tone throughout that is a process. How, how long did it take, you know, for you to kind of get into that? Um, definitely, it took months. You know, it yeah. took a lot of practice. I have um, probably a hundred to two hundred videos that I've recorded on my phone, which no one's ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just yeah. walking on a basketball court or yeah. walking down a corridor or just in my car driving. I used to I used to on my little magnetic phone holder on my AC unit, I used to just put the phone up there yeah. in vertical mode. I used to hit the record button and then I would just talk for an hour and I would pretend like I'm doing a podcast or I'm doing a pitch or I'm doing something kind of like this. Yeah. And I would a stream of consciousness. You're yeah. just rolling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh. Yeah. And then I realized that if I if I tried to write things before I would say them, that's where the problems would happen. Mm. I would stutter and I would make mistakes and I would try to project something that is not completely fluid and completely you know, streamed from my consciousness. And then I just said, I just need to have a direct path from my brain to my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And whatever the hell is gonna come out is gonna come out. And the other thing that I really embraced is this idea of radical honesty. Yeah. Okay. Where if Talk about got, it, man. Well, I mean, look, I mean, we all want to project something out yep. there. You know, we all, we see, you know, Darius and I were talking about this image where 
the the photo the LinkedIn photo of a quote unquote thought leader or someone that's got influence is that person that's on a stage with a little headset, (laughs) with some logo behind them and some people in front of them, and they're and they're being respected and and that's Uh, elevated to the top and everybody's praising them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I get it. I get it. You know, everyone has that, and maybe I have a couple images like that somewhere. But um, we all want to project that, but it 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 takes a toll on us, and it's not it's not sustainable, right? Because that's not what we are. Um, I mean, one of the problems with social media, I think, is that we all want to project this idea of being perfect. Yeah. My life is perfect. My wife is perfect. My kids are perfect. Everything about me is perfect. Mm -hmm. But I didn't show you, you know, what happened this morning at four in the morning where my kid's freaking out. The baby's crying. Everyone's going berserk in the house. I didn't video record that and put that on Facebook and say, my life is kind of screwed up right now. And, you know, I'm not going to sleep for the next two hours and I'm going to be talking. You don't get to see that. You get to see the picture of my kid at his, you know, first day at camp, you know, right. smiling. And Everybody's having the blast, you know, the wife <laughs> holding hands, you know, the baby's in the, in and, the front. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think there's going to be a monster paradigm shift where people are going to realize that that's just not the truth. It's not honest. You know, we need to do the best job that we can to put our truest self out there. Man, if you talk about mental health and, and the kind of I things. I forgot to brush my teeth this morning, by the way. It's, it's all good, man. I don't smell it. anything. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> You're still fresh on this side. Okay, you might want to replace this, this little mic I cover. might just throw the mic away. No, no. <laughs> I'm flat. Well, let me just keep it then. It's yours. <laughs> Dude, but um, the whole mental health piece of it, right? Yeah. And I think that that, that really speaks to it. And I think that um, people are going to evolve, as we have in the past, to kind of get better at certain things. And this is, this is a, a place that we have to evolve to kind of get better at being transparent yeah and get better at just being true to who we are yeah you know i mean because you're right i mean nobody talks about the high. i mean nobody talks about those down moments and then when you do get a brave soul that says oh you know what i had a bad day yeah people hate on them <laughs> you know are they going to comments like you, you, you know you know these guys, these guys kill them and, yeah. and, and, and so I, I think it's it's it's, it's two ways that everybody has to learn and we got to do a better job of being transparent up front before we hit the like landmine right where you just fall off the whole wagon and you know things really go south yeah. Or, or you know, to people you know, tuning in, listening, we got to be more empathetic to the people that are sharing out the content to know that they're just regular dudes, you know, just, just humans. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the the fake smile has become a big problem in our society. Yeah, you know, the where, fake smile. You know, everyone just hits the record. I mean, we see him on LinkedIn. That's a, a podcast lot. in itself. The fake the smile. Fake smile. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good one, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, it's crazy because you know everyone thinks that just because you hit record on a video for whatever channel you are, that you have to smile. You're right. And that people are going to connect to that. And, you know, I'm here to say, at least from my perspective, that I, I feel like sometimes I can see right through that. Yeah. And I actually want to know what the real issue that you're dealing with is, whatever the pain point is and whatever you're going through or what your goal is. Like, I want to hear about that because, you know, I want to feel some empathy. I want to feel something. You know, so it's just I, I mean, but, dude, you know, back to sales and that to me makes the best salespeople, and that's why I believe like how we're talking. Yeah, some some women have just dominated in yeah. that space, and it's because the market's like needing someone to kind of come in and take that approach, opposed to right. let, let me show you what's the best approach. You know? Yeah. Um. So so all right, bringing it back to Dub really fast, then we'll wrap up. But um. So when we talk about empathy and baking that in, how do you guys bake that into a tech product? That like that that could be difficult trying to transfer that. You know, from something that's kind of cold, because I, I, maybe it's yeah. just me, but I view tech as kind of this this cold piece, maybe because yeah. I'm not tech savvy, <laughs> you right. know. Yeah. And, and but how do you warm it up and, and really speak to people's concerns about, you know, this is my goal, and I think that this piece is the missing puzzle for that. Yeah, I mean, if um, I 
One of the things, one of our goals has been as a technology solution um, is it's been to have, it's been to be a SaaS platform that people can ask, access from dub.com, but also to be a content provider. Gotcha. So, you know, gotcha. within our dashboard, on the right side is the content that we produce. And that's the educational videos, it's the eBooks, it's the blog posts, it's the articles. Wow. And while people are going through their workflow of creating and sharing videos, they also can consume that content and learn. Because that's our biggest thing, is to be able to teach and to, and to really educate people on this whole new amazing medium. Um, so what we've really tried to do is to have this you know, two-headed approach of solution-oriented, benefits-focused, technology platform, but then also content to guide you, to educate you, to give you information so that you can achieve your goals, so that you can be successful in your business. Dude, I love it, man. So content is the play. Content is what you guys do now, it seems like, and helping educate people through their content. That's yeah. awesome, man. So um, We're trying. We're hustling, man, every day. Please plug how everybody can find you. Please plug your actual uh, company website. Uh, yeah, check out dub.com. Um, if you guys want to email me, I'm at ruben at dub.com, uh, D-U-B-B. And uh, yeah, I mean, grab a free account. There's a Chrome extension, a mobile app, we, a, lot of, a lot of cool stuff. So just grab a free account. That's, a, that's the best way to start. Um, it's not required that you subscribe or pay. We have a, a phenomenal solution that's completely free that you can integrate to into a lot of things. So wherever you are, you know, with budget constraints, it's all good. Love it, man. Ruben, thank you so much for jumping on the mics. You definitely heated up, man. Um, dude, and I look forward to grabbing my whole free extension. And I, go. I'm going to have to play this back again so I can get some of that other free HubSpot, you know, tie-in. So I don't have to pay a couple hundred bucks. Oh, there month, you go. So yeah, I'll help you <laughs> I'll definitely that. do that. Cool. Dude, Struggling it, to connect yeah, with absolutely. buyers in an overcrowded, noisy sales landscape? Today's buyers want more than a spray and pray email blast. Launch a podcast and collaborate on content with people that matter most in your industry. Learn more at salesculture.work.